Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. They got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE at manscaped.com. Fruit. When I see fruit, I got to say fruit. So I apologize for that. There we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream 500 feet above good old New York City as the sun comes up. Right now, the sun is a a ring light. Sending stars motivates Opie to continue live streaming daily. Actually, all new stars go towards my electric scooter. Oh, yeah. And with that, I say good morning to Nick Umrichin. How are you, Nick? Good to see you, my friend. Did I just lick my lips on camera? I'm a little dry this morning. I'm a little dry. Got Drew. I just licked my lips again, so maybe I need a sip of coffee. With that, I say cheers. Cheers to you and yours. Just got off work. I'm on the night shift, so this is uh, this is bedtime for me. Sean, what's up, brother? I, I can relate. I can relate to you, Sean. Um, me and my kids were talking about you know places in America where the sun um, doesn't really set or it doesn't really come up. I don't know where that is. I'm going to say maybe Iceland, maybe parts of Canada, right? I was trying to tell my kids when I worked in Buffalo doing radio, I did overnights. I did midnight to to midnight to 6 a.m. And especially in the winter, especially from like uh, when the clocks change all the way to, man, I want to say like March, I did not see the sun during the week. Not at all. I, I would only see the sun on the weekends. And that does something to you, man, because I would get home around 6.15 because I, I lived right around the uh, radio station. I would crash by 6.30, and then I'd wake up in the afternoon sometime around, uh, you know, 3, 3.30, and all right, maybe the sun was sort of in the sky if I looked out the window, but by the time I got myself together, you know, the sun was down. And I I, I did that Monday through Friday, and it, it was it – was, it, it definitely – it definitely messed with your mind, for sure, man. So, whatever. For that, I, I uh, can relate to you, my friend. Bill's losing. That really that really blew, because I was really excited, like everybody else, for that game with the with the Bengals. That Joe Burrows. He's got to be the best quarterback in the NFL right now, I think, especially with Mahomes with that high um, ankle uh, sprain. He's going to be a mess, man. That, that Mahomes... His, he, he's probably going ow, 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 ow a lot this week. Because, you know, he had the adrenaline when it happened and he continued the game. But the next day, that crap swells up. Anyone that has ever played sports, you know the next day is when it gets really, really bad. Where you can't really control the swelling anymore. And, you, and, you're, and your adrenaline leaves your body. So he's got to just be bouncing around, just achy and owing his, his, his day away. But I'm going Bengals over the uh, the Chiefs, absolutely. And then I got to go, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> how 
How about them Cowboys? Man, I don't want to see Jerry uh, Jones win another Super Bowl. Did he ever win one? I think he did, right? I don't want to see the Cowboys ever win. Uh, Dax, Dax Prescott is just a middle-of-the-road quarterback in the NFL. He's not in the elite class. He's not a Burroughs. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Mahomes. He got beat by Purdy who is going to be an amazing quarterback in the NFL. He probably will end up playing for another team, sadly. Um, but he's on an unbelievable run with the 49ers. I think he's won seven or eight games in a row. Um, but basically, on the on the, the depth chart, uh, this Purdy, he's a third-string quarterback, and he beat Dax and the Dallas Cowboys. I like seeing that. Dax is just an average, middle-of-the-road quarterback. There's uh, there's at least 10 quarterbacks in the league uh, that are better than Dax, and they gave him all that money. I think I want uh, – it's going gonna, it's gonna to piss off my in-laws, but I think I'm pushing for the 49ers over the Eagles because I've, I've always loved uh, a good underdog story. That's why people think I got a sports curse. No, the fact is I just – I'm always rooting for the underdog in life, in sports – in my own life. <laughs> so I got to go. I got to go 49ers over. over. Duh. Oh, did I say Dax? I'm sorry, Matt. It's early. Uh, it's Dak. I know it's Dak. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. I got that wrong. Yeah, so I'm going 49ers over. Duh, Eagles. And my father-in-law, he's out there. Even though he's from Philly. Uh, not born in Philly, but uh, lived most of his life down in Philly. He's actually a Dolphins fan, and then he roots for the Eagles. His Dolphins got knocked out, so then he's all in with the Eagles. And now he thinks because my Bills got knocked out that I'm I'm finally going to jump on uh, the Eagles bandwagon. I said, nope, ain't happening. Can't do it. I respect Philly. I got a lot of roots in Philly. In the end, a New Yorker rooting for for uh, for, for Philly sports teams, I, I don't know about that. Plus, I like the underdog story. I, I like the fact that the Niners, with the Kittle, Kittle's a lot of fun to, to watch as well. I think, uh, I think that's a great story there, and that would be amazing if basically a third-string uh, quarterback goes to the Super Bowl. That would be crazy. You're going Niners-Bengals in the Super Bowl? That would be a great Super Bowl. Last year's Super Bowl, I didn't even give a fuck about. I'm just sitting at a stupid party with chips and salsa. Eating uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, just going, I don't even care about this game. Nathan Brimmer, he knows. You are correct in keeping your sports hate for Philly and self-respecting New Yorker. Any, I think you want to write, any self-respecting New Yorker will hold on to that feeling no matter what. Yeah, I think you're right. The other thing about the Bills game is that, um, man, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I, I try not to be. I try to get my knowledge. I try to try to figure, try to try to try to try to. Try to try to try to try to. There's a glitch in the matrix. Try to try to try to try to. I try to uh, use my big dumb brain and figure stuff out. I really do. And uh, all over the social media, people are talking. Was that really Demar Hamlin at the Buffalo uh, Bills game? I would be the first person yelling and screaming. Yes, of course it was. Go away, flat earther. But man, I don't know. I got. I I don't know. It just seemed weird, the whole thing. 
the angles they they chose to show as he was you know going into the stadium on that golf cart then he went to a private suite and then you don't really see his face they they shoot him from behind and then the one shot from uh from the front he's in the middle of the snowstorm with a hoodie up and i'm like man i don't want to be that guy but it definitely is a little strange uh, uh that one i i you couldn't tell it was him. You have to just assume it was because they're telling us that. So I don't know. This is where then people lose me because then this this I know maybe Stevie's joking, but I, I saw this online that Demar is a, a replacement lizard. <laughs> That's where I tap out. I'm done. What else? Oh, there's um. Oh, what is he? Is he an astrophysicist? Do 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 do. So we got Neil deGrasse Tyson and who's the English guy? We got any big brains in here? Who's the Neil deGrasse Tyson equivalent in England? We had him on the show once. He doesn't have the personality of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I, I think he might actually be smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson. But I forgot his name. Does anyone have it? Because I was watching a video from him. I'm obsessed with the, with the stars and the James Webb telescope and galaxies and life uh, elsewhere. Um, and infinity. Oh, thank you. That that is his name, Tiwan. Thank you, brother. I could count on the Tiwan. I've seen him. He knows I've seen him. Brian Cox. Brian Cox is fascinating. Check out his stuff. But I'm 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 fascinated by, by the whole the whole damn thing. I feel like there's uh, uh, something going on on the moon that they don't want us to know about. I feel like there was some kind of real life on the Mars. I feel like there's life all over the damn universe. I feel like uh, the concept of infinity, if people truly understood that, it would blow their effing minds and you would never get out of bed. There are people that believe that there are people exactly like you living somewhere else out there. That is an amazing concept, my brothers and my sisters. Can I get an amen? Cheers. That's my religion. But here's, uh, here's the rub today, which was downright depressing. So Brian Cox, he has this video. And he was simplifying it because everyone's like, well, then why haven't we found life out there yet? Why haven't we found life out there yet? Because these things are like light years away from us. One light year would be a pain in the ass to get to uh, for us stupid humans and our technology. One lousy light year. And then you learn there are things that are thousands of light years away that, you know, could possibly have life and this and that. So Brian Cox broke it down. He's like, look, he basically said that I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna dumb it down because I didn't write notes. <laughs> Will you allow me to dumb this down because I didn't write notes? He basically said uh, the nearest thing. <laughs> He's talking about the nearest thing thing to earth that could possibly have life okay uh so first of all the nearest thing has to have some kind of life that's on our level it could there could be life that is much lower than us and we try to communicate with that and they're gonna they're not gonna do anything because they're still trying to maybe figure out language on a on a cave wall somewhere so he goes look the nearest thing it has to have life to begin with and then if we sent a signal that basically said hi or hello to this nearest thing, you ready for this? It would take 
eight years to get there. Our high would take eight years to get to the nearest thing from Earth with the technology we have today. Then they would have to receive that signal. Our languages would have to match up to a point where they're like, hey, I think something's trying to communicate with us. And then they would have to send a signal back, uh, basically given their high. So the first high, you know, when you go to a bar and you go high and they go high back, that takes what, two seconds? Well, if we're trying to communicate to the nearest thing out there, that process would take 16 years just to get the highs out of the way. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I had hoped that we were going to, I went like that without a cheers. Cheers. I had, I had hoped that we were going to find something in my lifetime. It, nope. It's going to pass me by, unfortunately. Uh, it is Alpha Centauri is the nearest thing. He did say that. <laughs> he did. Thank you, Stevie. Do you truly understand the concept of infinity? Because if you're an older gentleman like, like myself, you know, we were like, they were talking about the universe where in a way where you're like, yeah, we can handle this. I think we had nine planets in our universe, basically, and some other stars, but they were thinking that, ah, they're kind of, they're kind of there. <laughs> and now, now at the James Webb, man, they're showing specs on the James Webb, and they're like, yeah, that's, uh, that's like uh, 280,000 light years away, and that's a whole universe, like a speck, and that's only part of the sky. Do you understand that part of it, too? When you look at the James Webb stuff, they're not showing the whole night sky. They're only showing a very tiny portion of the night sky. And in that tiny portion is universe after universe after universe. It just blows your mind. And then we sit on this stupid earth saying, my God is better than your God. Oh, God. Where does infinity end? Our brain doesn't understand two things. Our brain doesn't understand truly the concept of infinity because our stupid brains, everything has to have an ending. So uh, we, can't even, we can't even imagine that it actually ends. I mean, we, we can't imagine, sorry, that it just goes on forever because that, that concept doesn't make sense in the human brain, right? Because then I always, as a kid, like, well, infinity ends here. Then what's on, what's on the other side of infinity? That's why it's like, it's mind-blowing. So we don't understand truly the concept of something going on forever. And the other thing we truly don't understand is consciousness. Scientists cannot figure out consciousness. Uh, they, they just don't understand it at all. What makes you, you? Because in the end, man, you die and they do an autopsy on you. You're just a bunch of goop. And they're like, how did all that goop get together to make you you? They don't understand that part of, uh, of the, the human existence either. Okay, I got breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right there. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. I'm sure they don't want me telling you this, but for the longest time, I said their razors were so good that I was actually using the razor for down below on my face. And finally, they now got a razor for the beard. Manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE for 20% off and free shipping.
All right, what do you get here with the Beard Hedger? First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So that means no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. You get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. That's huge. Of course, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooothed on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. They also offer beard shampoo and conditioners. Also in the kit, beard oil. Ooh, nice. An essential piece for your main facial accessory. Of course, the oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine, making you look extra fine. Cap off the kit with the beard balm, which obviously helps shape and style and moisturize and tame that thing. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. Manscaped always taking care of you. That would be a beard brush, a comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. All right, check it out for yourself. Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPI at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the promo code OPI, O-P-I-E. Manscaped, beard hedger, one stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Check it out. Got my scooter fixed. I broke another bolt. The kid almost went flying again. Took it back to the bike shop where, where I go, remember that time you fixed this and you said you'll never be back here with this scooter because that bolt will never break? Well, guess what? It broke. But I was joking with the guy. I'm like, man, you know how much money I've spent in this bike shop on this stupid scooter? I replaced the the original wheels popped. I go in. He gave, he gave me another set of wheels. After a little while, those popped because there's no suspension on these electric scooters. So I go in. He gave me a second set of brand new uh, tires. We put those on the uh, electric scooter, and they're not cheap. Those popped. So I go back in, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm going to go broke. He goes, well, I do have a solid tire as well. I'm like, well, why didn't you sell me the solid tire to begin with? He's like, yeah, but it's a bumpier ride. I'm like, will, will my tires not pop? He goes, oh, God, no, it's a completely solid. I'm like, well, let's put some of those on the damn scooter. So he's right, but I think because, uh, because of those tires, uh, the bumps are a lot more dramatic, and I think that's what's breaking the bolts, so – and then when the bolt broke originally, most of you know, because you've been with me a while, um, I went a-flying. Very, very lucky. Very lucky. I didn't really hurt myself. Um, did a tumble. Landed in front of a bunch of a bunch of people. And all I heard as I was on the ground looking up was, holy shit, did you see that? These electric scooters are getting completely out of hand. These guys are now wearing motorcycle gear, and they're going 40, 50 miles an hour on sidewalks and in bike lanes and in the middle of traffic. I remember when I was growing up that you had to have a license to drive. You don't need a license anymore. (laughs) you could get an electric bike that goes, you know, 30, 40 miles an hour. You could get these electric scooters that are pushing 40 or 50 miles an hour. You get that one wheel thing, which I still don't understand. 
Guy's just tooling in the park on that one wheel thing with a briefcase. I'm like, what are you doing? But the beauty of it is that uh, no car insurance, no license, no license plates. I, I'm in the market for a new scooter, but I uh, I have to make sure because I am stupid. In the end, I am stupid. Cheers. Oh, that's a very good question. I want to think about that. Uh, what's the most exotic dish you've ever had? Thunderstorm. I have to I have to get an electric scooter that only goes up to 17, 18 miles an hour. Is my <laughs> I should have just said that right off the bat and moved on. But because uh, because what's going on with these electric scooters out there? There's it's starting to scare me. Cause I know if I get one that goes, you know, 40 miles an hour, I am dead. What is the most exotic dish you've ever had? Oh, I, I guess. I guess, honestly, it was relatively recently with my friend Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, and that would be uh, Squirrel. It was del- – oh, and I ate rat. I ate rat back in the day, but not a lot. I just tried it when we had the chefs come in and uh, prepare uh, the rats. Um, so it was either the rat or the squirrel soup that honestly tasted very much like chicken soup. I was very surprised how good the squirrel actually tasted. I think I ate um, a million years ago. Was it ostrich? I think I had an ostrich steak. My my sister was uh, was uh, working at this fancy restaurant on Jericho Turnpike, somewhere in the Huntington area. I think it was one of the best steaks I ever had in my life. That was that was delicious. All right, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was walking around yesterday doing my um, my. It's called Opie Unleashed in NYC. It's basically me live streaming on the streets of New York. I, I really enjoy, enjoy doing those a lot. I talked to a realtor yesterday because people don't believe me when I say this, that the average apartment in New York, one bedroom, you don't get much for it, is about a million to a million three at this point for one bedroom. So you get a bedroom, a small little living area where you can put a damn TV, a little kitchen and a bathroom. That's it. And it's uh, between one and $1.3 million. And I, I have said this over the years. And the guy popped out because he saw that I was filming. And, uh, you know, I guess he was trying to get a little exposure. Little does he know that I don't have the same reach I used to. But I sure make believe I do. And I was showing the properties that he had in the window. And right there, I forgot exactly what it was. I think it was $1.3 million for one bedroom in New York City. And then I found a cheap, a cheap two bedroom. And I was trying to explain to the people on this live stream. I'm like, all right, imagine you have a family in New York. So it's you and your wife. So you guys got your own bedroom. And then you got a second bedroom. So now you shove the two kids in that bedroom. You got your own bedroom. You got your two bedroom apartment in New York City for a mere $1.8 million. $1.8 million. Could you imagine who can afford that? And then that same family, if they took that $1.8 million, they could pretty much live in a mansion in the suburbs pretty much anywhere in the United States. That's how crazy the prices are here in New York City. That pricing sheds some light on what the, the glass box studio costs. Yikes. Yeah, man, that's why I'm begging for 10 bucks a day there, Vincent Scaramuzzo. I ain't fooling around anymore. I need 10 bucks from Facebook every morning. I need 10 bucks from YouTube every morning. Um, but uh, yeah, but people didn't believe me. And I go, here's the proof, man. What, what do the kids say? Here's the receipts. 
<laughs> and I don't know what the problem is with people in general. So, you know, we, we all, I, I could speak for all of us. They, they send out the tax bills right around Christmas. <laughs> like, what? That is just, you, and the people that are sending out the, the tax bills right around Christmas, they have families too. Hey, how about we figure that out? You know, February seems to be kind of a dead month. You know, all you have to do is get some flowers for the for the missus. But besides that, February is a dead month. Maybe early March. Hit them up before the uh, the St. Patrick's. You know, send out the tax bills around then. Not when we're all stressing to the max because of Christmas and 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 uh, whatever holiday uh, you celebrate. And then it's like, oh, well, I got a good idea. Let's also hit them with a giant tax bill. <sighs> so with that said, right around Christmas, my wife's like, you, you don't want to hear this because she knows, you know, besides me bitching on the live stream about this, I bitch in my regular life about this. She goes, you're not going to believe it. The uh, maintenance charges are going up 5%. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And they justify with this and that fuel cost and inflate. Shut up. Because they got a reserve. In this building, they got a reserve that's like they got millions and millions of dollars in reserve. But yeah, that's that's for a rainy day. Well, how about it's raining on all our goddamn heads? We can't pay any more taxes. Because this is basically a tax bill, if you think about it. I could update my maintenance charges for the people that have been following along all these years. I now pay. $6,000 a month to live in this stupid building. We don't even have common space for the people that understand New York living. Usually when you have a giant building like this, they have a, they have a beautiful uh, lounge, usually like on the, on, the, um, on the roof or close to the roof and it overlooks the Hudson River and the whole thing opens up. Think like you're in the Caribbean where you could be inside, but you're also outside because everything is open. And then they... I've seen it in these other buildings. And they got giant TVs where you could go up there and maybe watch the Bills game with some other residents and get to know people. It's a great way to socialize and meet people. In this building, we have none of that. So uh, if you're going to meet anyone in this building, it has to be when you're doing your quick elevator ride to your apartment. So we have none of that. And they justify raising our maintenance charges again. Jesus, you'd be living like a billionaire in the burbs. I see some of these houses. I see some of these houses and I'm like, what, what, like, really, what are we doing? Because even though I have a um, decent space way up high in the sky, what I could get uh, in the suburbs would be insane. Think Mike Tyson with tigers. <laughs> uh, money goes into the politicians' pockets. The MSO. Yes. You fight which fucking political party's better as they just take more and more of our money and come up with more and more excuses why they can't get anything done in Washington. They don't want to get anything done in Washington. I don't like either side, okay? If I take a shot, people think I'm, uh, you know, a lefty. It, it's just not true. I don't like either side. They're all full of crap. We can't figure out. We literally can't figure out anything in this country. Anything, because it, it, it would could, because that's why they fight with each other. Like, oh well, if we fight, 
they probably sit in a bar and laugh at us. Like, oh, look, if we just keep fighting in front of the American people, then we don't really have to deal with the immigration problem. Then we don't have to deal with, uh, you know, health, uh, with uh, the, the health issue in America. Sorry, health insurance. Jeez, you know, we don't have to deal with building brand new bridges and highways. So let's just keep fighting in front of them and they'll eat this shit up and they'll join us. And then we don't have to do anything. And they, they got us all bamboozled. Well, if only the Democrats would. Yeah, well, only the Republicans, if they would wake up. No, they, they, they just want us babbling and fighting with each other. So we don't notice that they ain't getting nothing done down there. One politician I'm taking a look at, though, is uh, George Santos. Oh, my God. He is so, he is so creepy. Oh, my God. He is creepy. And I think he's kind of one of those star effers. He's been hanging out uh, and being like videoed in front of like Matt Gates. He knows the people that get the attention and he's hanging out in front of these people. And you can tell they don't feel comfortable with him around. Leslie Larson, I love you. Never met you, but I love you in a good way. You know, not in a creepy way. 100% uh, true. But yeah, that's what it comes down to. Santos is a freak. He is so creepy, but he's my new favorite to watch. Because, you know, if, if you're going to pay attention to politics, I'd rather see the weird, you know, look at the weird crap, the stupid stuff. He's a meteor. Uh, meteor. Another Long Island uh, word just came out, meteor. We throw ours on a lot of words out there on Long Island. Santos equals media. Or, yes. And then no one said, I, I've always thought this too. Biden's a joke. See, here we go. All right. So if you say Biden is a joke, you got to say Trump is a joke. You just have to. They're one in the same in different ways, obviously. But I guarantee you, Dave Phillips, and I like you. I see you a lot. And, 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 and what I like about our group is you don't have to agree with my horse shit. It's my just my dumb opinion. So I'm going to give my dumb opinion back. A lot of people that say Biden is a joke are not willing to say that Trump was a joke. And I, I would love to see more people go, Biden's a joke, and Trump was a joke. I'm watching you from Argentina. Miss you on the radio. Damn. And he calls me open. Maybe that's the translation for Opie in Argentina. Open and Anthony. Thank you, sir. What was I saying? Does it matter? I should shut up about politics because I – oh, uh, playoff uh, football, yeah. Playoff football is absolutely amazing. And I am, I am here for it, as the kids say. I am here for it. But I'll tell you the best games of the whole year. The best game of the whole year is not the Super Bowl. What? It really isn't because it becomes such a show that you could feel – that the game is almost, almost secondary. It's, 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 a, it's almost secondary with everything else going on with the commercials, the halftime show, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And then also because they play the Super Bowl in a neutral site, and then they give away the tickets to uh, everybody else but the fan base. The best games of the year is the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. I almost feel that's the – those are the, the, real, the real Super Bowls. I always thought that because after the AFC championship and the NFC championship, it, it kind of feels like a letdown. It really does with everything else that's going on. Did you watch the World Cup? I watched a little bit. We don't get soccer in America. We've tried. 
the Pele, you know, he really tried to get soccer going in America back all those years ago. And a lot of us, we go, wow, this soccer is pretty cool. And then we don't watch again until the next World Cup. That's really how it is in America. There'll be people that will try to push back against that. But in general, that's that's the fact on soccer in America. All right, I got to get the kids up. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. We will talk soon. All right.